Sable. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWEAM 1100, iRadio Now, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so. Talk. This is Don with and DNA. What's going on? This is Ace with A and DNA. We're bringing the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. 4460387700 is that number to call in. Once again, 4460387700 is our list of uh, topics that we're going to get in today. Let you go ahead and start off, boss. Yeah, you, you be going to be a G tonight. You know what I mean? Uh, you want IR. <laughs> Questionable, healthy, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's all good. So, hey, we got a lot to talk I'm about tonight. From doubtful. Uh, yeah, from that, there you go. There you go. That's what I'm looking for. You was uh, <laughs> doubtful to, to questionable. We're going to make it through, though. You going to get that playoff? Oh, you know, I'm going to come through with a buck 25. You like your bed? receptions. Okay, okay. You know. You want your Trubisky? (laughs) I still don't like him. Yo, we got a lot to talk about. We got, what, week 16 in the NFL to recap. The first solid week in the NBA. Yeah. Talk about some historical stuff already to talk about in the NBA. We'll get into that. Um, Some unfortunate news in the the Major League Baseball. Especially dealing right here in the Atlanta area with the Braves. Um, uh, NCAA. Bull games have started, so we got stuff to talk about that. Um, Some of your top 25, and then, um, you know, with the change in schedule, we're just a week away from from the uh, New Year's Six. Uh, This is the last show of 2020. Yeah. So, um, recap. Recap 2020 as much as we can. Maybe even look a little bit into the future with the NFL. We got playoffs right around the corner as well. By the time we get back, a lot of things have have already. Well, actually, last week is next week, so predictions on some of the uh, some of the tight races that are in the NFL. So, where you want to get started first? Let's do let's go NBA, man, because I got a lot to talk about on the NFL side. Let's go NBA. I am pleasantly surprised at the Brooklyn Nets. I I think last week I I think I had them in fifth. Because I felt it was going to take a while for them to get on the same page. Um, you had a starting six that didn't make it to, that didn't play in the playoffs last year in the bubble. So we're talking about seven through 14. These players played valuable minutes. Uh, they played decent in the bubble under Jock Vaughn. And it looked like it was his job to lose, basically. And I, I still. I, I, I wish Nash the best uh, since he became the new head coach. I wish it would have been Jock Vaughn. I think he deserved that shot. But I didn't know how Nash would mesh with the distractions that was going on between 
uh, KD and Kyrie and Kyrie's um, the things that he was saying about basically we didn't need a coach and then the both of them on Instagram uh, live where he was saying yeah throw it to me in the post seven times and Rand was like no nah, we give it to you two times you know it 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 was starting to send the message and the media hyped this up more than anything uh, that they were just going to run the team and take over and kind of disregard Steve Nash. Um, so that's been the, the pleasant surprise out the gate, how well KD and Kyrie played together and kind of sent a message to the um, Eastern Conference that right now, and it's early, totally early, uh, injuries can happen. Uh, COVID can happen to where you're going to miss uh, certain teammates. And yeah, yeah, certain times. Certain you know. times. And once again, we only have a half a schedule, so we don't know exactly what will take place. But the way they came out the first few nights and set the tone to let put everyone on notice, not just the Eastern Conference, but yeah. as well as the Lakers in the West, who are the prohibited favorites, that we're here to play. So I, I will I will I will go with you there. I got my my surprise team, but I'm gonna go with there, and I will give more credit to Steve Nash. I had my doubts more about Steve Nash, and I said it last week. I thought he was gonna wind up like um, my man in Boston, um, uh, Brad Stevenson, because you got just so much. You like I said, you got nine guys from last year who got you to an AC that want they playing time or you know may think they deserve playing time, and then you got a whole starting. So five or six, six, you know what I mean, who now, you know, veteran guys, so how would that mesh? And I think what you brought up about personalities and all that kind of stuff, I think the one thing that we lose about coaches is, and you hear it from, you know, ex-players or even other radio heads, other, you know, quote-unquote leaders of men, you hear that all the time in the NFL, but from Phil Jackson, Phil Jackson was, he wasn't, I'm not saying he wasn't X's and O's, but Phil Jackson understood how to make personalities work. Why he called him the Zen Master. The Zen Master. So we didn't have, we don't have any idea about Steve Nash other than him being a point guard and knowing how to make people play together on the floor, but you don't know how that translates to being a coach. And it's still early, but I will say, you know, it hasn't, it hasn't trickled down to your point when he goes to that next five or six guys, they their production has not, matter of fact, their production seems to be better than the starting five in these, you know, first few games or whatever, especially the way they blew out the Warriors and the next game. So um so I think for me, I'm pretty surprised, but I still got my eyes on Steve Nash because I don't care. K D and and uh and Kyrie. and Kyrie are going to bring something to the table outside of their play that you got to deal with on the back end, you know, in the, you know, in the locker room or dealing with the media or whatever. So it's still it's still out there for me about how Nash is going to handle that, but so far so good. To, to that point, there hasn't been any adversity yet. Correct. And or two-game losing streak or three-game losing right. streak. or Well, you know, KD missed the, the, the ending shot, the game-winner the other yeah. night. We, I, I know, but to your point, it's still, you it, know. That, you're right. Until you have adversity, that's when you find out about what team you have, period. Yeah. Because as long as things are going well, things are masked over. And we saw that in Golden State. Um, as long as KD was playing well, him and the little rumblings between uh, Draymond. Draymond was wasn't, didn't come all the way to the until top. Until yeah. they started losing. Then the finger pointing. 
then the calling him a B. Mm-hmm. Then the well, you you caught you cried in the car and yeah, told me yeah, to come yeah. over here <laughs> to help you win. So all that stuff is squelched when you're winning. Once you start losing, once you start having adversity, once uh, Allen starts playing really well, then you're wondering, well, should he start over DeAndre Jordan? Um, Spencer Dinwiddie has been playing well, of course. Um, like you mentioned with that second unit. When those players start saying, look, we playing just as well as the first unit, and then they start struggling, then what do you do about yeah, that yeah. playing time? Yeah, it's, it's never safe. Those still, are the things that he's going to need. need to, yeah. Um, and we Dan haven't talked. Dan Tony's going to have to be real huge. Dang, you just beat me to it. I was about to say, we haven't <laughs> talked much about the assistants on the coach, and he do have a lot of assistants who were former former head coaches. So uh, he, he has a lot of lot of help there. So you'll see how that, that'll work out. I, I'm, remember that when I, when, I get to, when I get to the NFL, I got a lot of stuff to get off my chest. Just remember that point about other coaches <laughs> other and how coaches that stuff kind of can happen. round you out. Yeah. Um, Just want to mention that Dinwiddie uh, is going to be out maybe for the rest of the season. Oh uh, if not a significant amount of time, he has a partially torn ACL. Oh, he done. That's it. He done. So that that might make things a little bit easier Easy. as far as the rotation. Yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, one less guy you have to you have to worry to play. about. And like I said, but he he was starting. I thought he would come off the bench. Yeah. But I think that just means they're gonna. Uh, Karis Levert will be playing more minutes. And mm-hmm. Levert has been really good. And that also might, you know, you want him playing, but I that might also it, it is what it is. How hard do we? Excuse me. How hard do we push KD? These first uh, well, twenty some odd K- games KD or whatever. KD looked great. And I, I think you let KD push himself. Okay. Well, he's already I, resting tonight. I, I, Kyrie. <laughs> already resting tonight. Yeah, I, I think you let KD go as much as he wants to go. Because one of the problems was when he was in Golden State, they rushed him back. And he part and, he part with this. And it, and part of it he wanted to be back. I mean, it's, I mean, the, it's granted, the finals. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't yeah. like this was the the regular the season, season or right after All-Star, before All-Star. It was the finals. I, I get And the part of it was, you know, you keep looking like you're looking good in practice. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're shooting around. We don't need you to be, you know, KD. Yeah. We just need you to be Kevin. Yeah. Just give us 20 points. You can do that give in 10 fi- minutes. It was 15. Right. Yeah, but it, it – So – that a lot desire of, to come back, back yeah. It's, a it's lot always of it's always though. pressure, which with you know, not only the organization but your teammates. So, in this situation, the same thing. Let him be comfortable to where he feels like, okay, I'm ready to play. My, you went with Brooklyn. I'm gonna come home. So I talked a lot with the. Uh, that's just one. But I, yeah. I, I talked a lot with um, what was that? Who who he had on from the Hawks beat? couple weeks ago Ed. from Ed. And I was like, convince me why you got the Hawks jumping 12 games. You know what I mean? And so, so far, what, I they 2-0, 3-0? 2-0. 2-0, but they just look good, right? They look good. They look good. So, I'm what? saying back, so I'll be surprised. I'm surprised with the home team. They um, got a game tonight. As a matter of fact, they should be tipping off now. So, I, that would be my first team I would go with. Not just even being a homer. I would be like um, – Atlanta looks the, looks good. Now, granted, it's early. You still got you know time right. to come again. You got you Trey got, had thirty six and then thirty seven, I want to say, and they haven't even had Clint Capella until tonight. Yeah. 
tonight would be his first night back. But what I appreciated from the Hawks that I didn't see last year. Let me guess. They didn't have a problem getting a lead. Oh, no, that's but not they what, would give up the lead. That's not what I was getting at. I was about to say what I didn't see from the Hawks last year was toughness. Well, some of that. I wouldn't say not so much toughness was that when they folded, they completely folded. Everybody makes runs in the NBA. And the Hawks were no surprise to putting the ball in the basket and getting the lead. But they once a team came back and either tied it or went up by one or two, that was the game, yeah. You pretty much knew that was the game. I'm going more but toughness Hawks, on even how they reacted to uh, trying to be pushed around. You know what I mean? Oh, and, and by Grace and Allen. And, and kind of protecting. You know what I mean? So you know, you know, you go back to the '90s where there was certain there were certain players you didn't mess with, or or the team was going to come after you. Right. And I kind of see that attitude with with uh, with Trey Young. Like everybody knows. Like, not that they didn't know last year, but it seems like this year even the veterans that they brought in knows that Trey is the engine that moves. And so we got to protect him at all costs, on the floor, off the floor, you know what I mean? Right. So, no, nah, But, again, in that Memphis game, when Memphis had, I think they cut it to one, that would have been the time when the Hawks would have faltered, and that would have been it, and eventually, you know, Memphis was probably going to win by nine. But the Hawks immediately went on a 12-4 run right after that. So that showed me that, okay, the veterans in here have showed these young guys, this happened. Everybody makes run. Now let's go about and let's do what we do. Make the adjustment. And, and, and do play. it on the defensive end. This is the team that has been playing a lot better defensively than they did last year. And that's one of the encouraging things. And that was what I appreciated the Hawks in free agency. Yes, they got a couple of scores. But they went and got all defensive guys. They were like, we got enough um, guys who can score the ball. Especially the way the game is played now. So <laughs> We don't need, you know, just uh, another Harden-type players. You know what I'm saying? Like, just prolific offensive players. We need tough-nosed defense. And you saw that even against the Bulls game, that first game. Last year, the Bulls won all three games last year. This year... Uh, it was a lot different. Of course, Chris Dunn didn't play, but he was one of the ones that was uh, locking up uh, Trey Young from last year. Now it's good to have Chris Dunn on your side of the ball, even yeah. though he didn't play. And you could see the difference that Trey Young was like, look, I don't have to go up against this guy. Yeah. And then, of course, the battle again of him versus Job Morant was excellent. Two young guys who will, for the foreseeable future, Carry the league. Yeah, yeah. 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 Carry the must, must, must see, must see <clears throat> TV. So hopefully we kind of see the Hawks have made some changes, but we hope Memphis is involved so you can have some TV time for him as well. And it was good. To, um, I think before the year, the Hawks, this was one of their only games they were going to have on TV. And this was the um, NBA TV, their uh, marathon. Uh, of course, Christmas Day was the um, ABC and uh, ESPN, but NBA TV had their – uh, premiere of their three games so hopefully because of this and the Hawks play well the schedule can be changed and we'll get to see the Hawks again. For the second half especially if they kind of in the, in the <clears throat> playoff contentional around that 8, 9, 10. It helps to have a superstar because that's how you sell the game. That's how you sell the Ja Morant versus Trey Young matchup and looking forward you're going to have uh, Trey versus we'll just look at the Eastern Conference uh, Trey versus Kimba, uh, Trey versus Kyrie. Those Trey are versus Melo. Trey versus Melo, right. 
uh, which could go back and forth considering they're both in the southeast. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's we can I, see yeah. that quite often. So the Hawks, if they continue to play well, then they won't have to worry about that uh, not being seen on TV but once in the first half of the season. Who's your disappointments? Um, my disappointments is the Warriors. Yeah, I, um, I, I kind of want to change. We both, you had them at what, seven, six? I had six? a seven, seven. I, my, I, I changed mine. I, I, nine, I, I don't ten. Know. Now somebody yeah. got a broken leg. I forget who got a broken leg that's out for the season. So they, they uh, I don't know what's going on. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, Marquise Chris has a yeah, broken Marquise leg. Chris, done, right. done for so the they season. won last night. Barely. Barely. At the buzzer. Thanks Three to Damian Lee. Yeah. So. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm... I understand Draymond isn't playing right now. I get that. But I don't think Steph can carry this team uh, to the playoffs. I don't think that he is he, – he's a great player, uh, two-time MVP. To me, should have never been unanimous MVP, but it is what it is at this particular point in time. But he is not uh, a player that can carry a team to the playoffs. He has to have uh, Clay Thompson next to him. And by not having Clay, I think that they're a play-in team now. I originally had them at seven. Like you said, I think you had at six. I got them nine or ten. I can't remember. I know whatever you had them, I had them a slot below. So if you had them at six, I had them at seven. Yeah. And it was seven and eight. Now I'm going, you know, I'm I right now, <clears throat> just based on, they might get their rhythm, you know what I mean? Just don't know, but. You can see the, you can see the deficiency, and Draymond comes back. He's gonna be he's gonna give some kind of glue to the defensive side. But Draymond's never been that guy that's gonna come in and automatically give you uh, twenty two points. He's not gonna replace Clay. You see Nobody's what I'm saying? Nobody's gonna replace yeah. Clay. But I mean, but even points wise, you need two guys. You know what I'm saying? So Wiggins isn't that dude, and that's what I was. I thought Wiggins' second full year. You know, he would be able to provide 20 points a game. And Should be. Kelly Oubre would at least provide, you know, 18. And make up for it, right? And make up for the the things that you miss from Clay. But I don't see that taking place right now. And unfortunately, Clay, I mean, um, Steph is not Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard could carry a team without C.J. McCollum, you know, to a potential playoff. Steph can't do that for whatever reason, and I give him all the credit in the world because he's changed the NBA. It's impressive that someone who's six foot has changed the way the NBA is played. And over the last week, and especially Christmas Day, I have never seen so many guys drive down the middle of the lane and kick out for a three in my life, (laughs) as opposed to making an easy layup or shooting a floater. Everyone is driving and kicking out for three. Like, this has never happened before in the NBA. Yeah. And they're not just kicking out to a three as a guard. You're kicking out to a three like in B. Like, why are seven-footers even considering playing that far I mean, away from the it's basket? Just, it's just... The, this is the new NBA. Yeah, it's just the... And this the, is the, because the, of Steph. The, the evolution of the game has gotten to that point. I mean, you can look at, like, LaMelo. LaMelo's what? He's... Six, six, eight. Eight, six eight. I think he's six eight. One ninety. He ain't gonna be nobody that's gonna be, you know, bodying up anybody in the paint down below. His game is always gonna be perimeter. You know what I mean? And so the, you know, these guys 
Could you? But even at I, that I point, I get you. I know. Could you? I, let me use that example real quick. So you mentioned Lamelo at six eight, and we were just talking about the battles between him and Trey. Trey is all of five eleven. You would take. Do you him, realize what he could do down in the you, post against? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the game has been lost. That art of the game has been lost. That mid range game. That game. You know, with back your in back, the day. If you even took a jump shot and yeah. somebody's giving up seven inches, yeah, yeah, you might not play for a quarter. <laughs> a period. You know what I mean? But the coach that, would pull you out the game if you took a jump yeah. shot and somebody's giving up eight inches yeah. in the post. But that's just not. I mean, that's <laughs> granted. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I agree with you with um with with Steph changing the game, but also you got to go back now. That's just not how they taught and 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 coach. I looked at the Gonzaga just to go just to the Gonzaga Gonzaga. Yeah. The, I think other than their point guard across the board, those dudes are six six and bigger. Two of them never went to the post in that game. They shot from the trait all day long. One had twenty nine and one had thirty two. The one had thirty two. He was seven for eleven from three. He never went down low, never. And he kept on going further and further out as he got hotter. <laughs> and so it's just it's it's this is how the game is. And at the end of the day, three is more than two. <laughs> yes, but two is a lot easier to I, make. I, I get it. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying, at the end of the day, that's just the mindset. And, it's, and the thing is, right, it's a mindset because all you have to do is practice mm-hmm. it. If you practice it enough, you can become unstoppable down there. Yeah. Now, my other biggest uh, surprise was James Harden. I've never seen somebody out of shape basketball-wise and just physically Come in and drop forty-four. They still get up points, huh? They still get it up, right? So imagine he get back and say and play himself into shape or whatever. Well, you know what? I mean, we, I'm not calling him Jordan, but you remember Jordan? Like, I just finished having four cigars the night before and around the poker. No, day of. <laughs> the day, day of. <laughs> you said, day of. Be having cigars. <laughs> and then go out and get 32, 32, 9, and six. You know what I mean? Or forty. You know, depend on. He was doing that in the playoffs, so I'm not. You know, some people. Just now, granted, Jordan, I said I'm not comparing with Jordan because Jordan did have his body ready, you know what I mean, right. and whatnot. He didn't have no offseason where he came back looking like Larry Holmes right. <laughs> as Harden did. But at the end of the day, though, the skill set is there. Just imagine if he get his mind right. And they almost beat the um, well, he shouldn't have, um, Portland Trail Shouldn't have gave the ball up. He shouldn't have. He, he had two costly turnovers down the stretch, especially one that went off his hand. Uh, just go ahead and lay it up. Mm-hmm. Like, you have been going by everyone. And even then, the step back three the last couple plays was just incredible. And I'm just sitting there looking like, this joker look like he's 25 pounds out of shape. But they still can do anything yeah, with him. Yeah, yeah. So wait till about 25 and he get all the weight off. How do you, how do you see him and Wall working together? Again, I am. Because Wall didn't play and Cousins didn't play in that game. Um... Again, I don't know. I, I, thus again, like I said, he's not move. He, they're not going to move him this year. He's not going anywhere. And so, you can't make a decision until you see all three of them on the floor and play. Um, I do believe he. I feel he'll let Wall cook until end the quarters, end the game. Because at the end of the day, he'll get his shot off, and then he's what ninety plus percent from the free throw line. I don't even think Wall is at 85, 80. You know, I think Wall is low 80s from the free throw line. So, if the coach is smart too, 
be like, listen, man, I only need you. I don't, you only need to get six points a quarter, six, 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 you know what I mean? You know, and get to the free throw line another four times. So you wind up with 10 points a quarter. You can still get your 40, right? right. But I don't need them throughout the quarter. I, I need them the latter half of the the period. And, you know, and he's, that's how I would go at and, and try to get his mindset in being in, and tell Wall, you you know, you be the first part and, 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 and Harden be the finisher. Each well, period. Well, when you have to look at, like, because they're, they're not the same kind of player. I mean, Wall is a guy who needs the ball in his hand, but he's not a scorer. He he is a – I mean, he can get to the back. He can get to the rim and all that. He's not a great shooter, but he's a guy that can – he's normally like a 19-7 and seven kind of guard. Yeah. Uh, but if he has to take more of a responsibility of scoring – wouldn't that like I don't know if that's the best for him no I, I mean what I I mean but I still if you look back at him in Washington he still was quote-unquote ball dominant you know what I mean so which then what do you do with Harden right because Harden's been ball dominant the last five six seasons eight, eight years. <laughs> so you know it's more convincing the coach will have to do some convincing to let John Wall be ball dominant, distribute, score when he can, and then like I said, those last four minutes of each quarter, you can go to an ISO with Harden because that's where he's at his most effective to me. Or pick and roll. Or pick and roll, because yeah. Because him and Christian Woods were doing extremely well in that fourth quarter. I mean, he was he had Woods rolling to the basket. He was doing well with Capella, you know what I mean? Yeah. So Woods was, uh, I mean, Enos Kanter couldn't do anything to stop him. Butch couldn't do anything to stop Woods. I mean, it, he was just playing great. I think he had like 26 and 15 or something like that. So looking at the way that those two play uh, pick and roll, I can see how you kind of rotate in and out. Let Boogie and Wall do a pick and roll, and then let Harden and Woods go pick yeah, and roll, yeah. and then let Harden either a Wall play off the ball, depending on who's yeah. in. I, I, I think they'll be fine. I think you got to let it. PJ Tucker. Yeah, you got to let it play out, and so we haven't seen it yet. So until it plays out, we just don't know. But I, I you know, that's all on coaching. And I, and I, as much as we want to talk about Harden's off the court, you know, shenanigans or whatever, he already proved you can't deny what he can do on the court. So draw it up. I thought, <laughs> I thought all the Christmas Day games were boring. They were all blowouts. It mm. wasn't anything that was. But you had, still haven't had a real preseason. You know, the preseason was obviously shortened. And then you just, these guys haven't really, you know, you got some teams who haven't played in nine months. You got some teams who played. S- 70. Seven, seven weeks. Seven, 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 77 days, days ago. ago. You know what I mean? So I'm not surprised that the games were kind of like that. No different than what we kind of seen in all the sports with not having a regular preseason or a regular start to the season. I'm not surprised. I feel by you know after the all-star break or you know that time frame is when you start seeing real you know real basketball i i I had the lakers losing i don't care for whatever reason once you get a ring that night that's your main focus you you it's the even though it's an asterisk you still put in the work you still Mm -hmm. won the championship yeah it's the culmination of it you you're being celebrated and rightfully so the other team is like we wanted to ruin yeah, that and night it, for And it. it happened to be the Clippers, too, who, like we said, if they were looking to play one team and they got beat by Denver, but if they had made it to 
the Western Conference Finals, they would have beat the Lakers. They like, were built. They were be, yeah, built to beat one team, but got to get there, right? So they didn't do it. Speaking of the Clips, the Clippers, how? 77 to 27 at halftime. I'm not worrying about how you get to 77 because we know how you get that. Put the ball in the basket. How are you as a professional team? 27 points and a half. And a half. A whole team. A whole team. 15 of you. <laughs> how? That's on Paul George. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna give I'm gonna give my theme for the night. I'm on coaches tonight. I'm on coaches in every in every sport we go to. I'm I'm bashing coaches. I did not like when they said they were they were hiring um Ty Lue. You just went six inches over to the right. I, for whatever reason, Cleveland let him go after six games. <laughs> I, granted, every the cupboard was bare, but. Yeah, he didn't have anything though. Cover was bad, but that was LeBron's guy. That wasn't Dan Gilbert's guy, right? I, I just, I Dan mean, Dan Gilbert wanted Blatt, who he brought in, who had the best record at the time. Things were going well, but like I guess I'm just telling you, I'm not, a, I'm not a guy. believer in Tyron Lue, and so now you, you got a team with, talk, like we talk about KD and and Kyrie, the real dysfunctional team as far as personalities is the Clippers. And so you telling me Tyron Lue is going to be able to the same questions we have about about Steve Nash, you know what I mean? Can you mesh this? Can you, you know, get these guys to stay focused and get these guys to, you know, to buy into whatever you're selling? You couldn't do it with no namers in Cleveland. You said you could tell me now he can do it with super, with stars. Yeah, I don't want I don't want to call because he did it with LeBron. I'm gonna, you're gonna have me do something I never I've never done before on this show. LeBron can take care of himself. But he, he won a championship with LeBron who Black would have won a championship too if if, if he if Black had stayed. Right. You're not you're not you're not giving I'm not I, I, yes, but I'm, it's the fact that from all the reports that came out, Ty Lue stepped up to LeBron and took control of the team. Well then I need him to listen. And I mean as far as checking a superstar. I, I, I get you. You know, I, I get you. Everybody, and this even goes back to um, Harden, superstars get leeway. They get yeah. special treatment. Yeah. But at a certain point, there has to be a cutoff. And there has to be a coach who assumes control and says, yeah, I understand you the superstar, but this is still my team as I say it goes. I get you. Now, I'm going to push back on that. You can't tell me Black wasn't doing a good job because when they fired him, they were number one in the East and they were like 15, 20 games over 500. So it wasn't like, you know what I mean? I I, I get it. I hear it. I understand it. I see what people are saying, but I still not going to give. Black's problem was the one that time where he didn't call timeout, I think it was. And some, I think LeBron called timeout. And that just, but that no, it, one it was, optic. He tried, was just, to, he tried to call timeout. They didn't have one. They didn't have that, That's what it was. Okay. Right? So that whole optic. Yeah. Look bad, but to your point, yeah, they were number one in the East. He was going to be the, he was uh, named coach for the All Star yeah. team and already. So I'm going to go. I'm going to so you lose by 51 points. So even if you you down, whenever you see people down any game, you down by 30. There's at some point you make a push to at least make the score respectable, respectable. right? You might if you was down by 30, you you lost by 17. You know what I mean? At some point, 
you know, you get a run in there. They done put the, the ninth guy on the bench in and whatnot. You were down at 50 at halftime, and you lost by 51. So not only did you not make the score somewhat respectable, they pushed the lead. They kept it. They kept it. And so if Tyron loses that guy, and I don't know, so this has there has to be there has to be a public shaming. And what I mean by that is you don't go on there and say y'all sucker and all that kind of stuff. No, no, I need to see some some guys not start the next game. You know what I mean? I need to see some guys, you know, because there's there's no way you lose by 50 and we keep on going like everything is normal. There's no way. I think, well, there's one or two things. So, yes, you can do that. Or you can just throw that game away like it never happened. If you lost by 22, yes. Not by 50. You, you can just be like, they made every shot. We didn't make any. We move on. Now, if I see the same energy or lack thereof, then yes. Then I'm like, I'm pulling everybody immediately and we'll just lose by 40 again because now I'm seeing a pattern. Yeah. Sometimes, and in this case, Dallas was hot. I mean, shooting 70%. Hey. They, I think they could have closed their eyes and shot at Grandma style backwards <laughs> over their head. And, and made hit. two of them. <laughs> still made two. I mean, it was it was one of those fits magic where your eyes are being yeah, grabbed by your face. Ball. And you just throw it up and it still goes. That's what Dallas was doing. So um, it's be, the lack of energy yeah. going forward that in the very next few minutes of the game that I would be like, no, we're not going to repeat this kind of effort. Yeah, yeah. Everybody can watch Paul George, rightfully so. They can watch the players. I'm watching Tyron Lue for the next few games as far as how he turns that around. Because I already said I have my doubts about him. I have my doubts when they made the hire. I was like, so it'll be interesting. And you want to talk about players, you know, uh, Kawhi and, and, and Paul George having preferential treatment and all that kind of stuff. We, we, I, I need to see if he's going to do what he supposedly did in Cleveland with LeBron to do it with these two guys. He he can do it with Paul George because he's the only one that had signed an extension to be there. Everybody else is can be gone after next year. Yeah. For the most the, the main players. Main, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, um, Kawhi and I think uh, even Lou Will is up after next year. So. Paul George is the only one that's locked in. So he's the only franchise person that's there that you can put it on and say, this is on you. You have to be the one to get it done. Gotcha. Because other than that, Kawhi can be like, well, y'all basically written me for another year. Yeah, yeah. Win or lose. Win or lose, I'm out of here. Win or we, lose, I'm out. You got a call on the line? Hello, caller? Okay, y'all oh, my, hear me all right. What's going on? I show I show was not going to be calling in till I, till close to the Super Bowl. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna complain. I want y'all to talk with me about this, okay? Yes, sir. Do the two of you believe, as I believe, that that last two minute rule on fumbles, a forced fumble, not just not just because what I'm not gonna talk about, but I'm just saying in general. They need to. They need to. Re, they need to reevaluate that rule existing in the book. So we're gonna pivot real quick. You talking about that uh, Cleveland Jets game? Now, do you know why it exists? First of all, <laughs> do you know why that rule exists? Yeah, I, it has something to do with Dave Casper from the the, the um, Holy Roller play. Is that right? The Holy Roller yeah. play. Right. Where they purposely but fumbled, it fumbled yeah. like twenty yards down the, the field. field. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
you know what? It's so the play doesn't happen so often. I don't, I don't think people heard you. Tell them. Oh, tell them why 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 it exists. Say it one more time. Good, about good, how many yards good. down the field? About was twenty it? yards. Okay. <laughs> so, and it's a play that what happened in the in the Jets Cleveland game doesn't really happen often. You know it's, what I mean? It was an anomaly. Yeah. So no, I don't see any changes. Um, well, it happens. It just doesn't happen in the last two minutes that often. But it happens a lot. Um, go ahead. I'm listening. No, no, no. But, I mean, I'm going to go before you got there. You shouldn't have been down 20 to 3 anyway. <laughs> now, I, now, I will I will build I'm in. biting my tongue. I know. Biting no. my tongue. I will, I'm listening. I, I, will, I, will, I will build in for you. I will build in. You know, y'all lost a lot of guys that had that got, you know, had the COVID. That the couldn't whole play. Receiver, yeah, and now I want to say a couple of. You setting oh, me up oh, for a cheap shot. I'm oh, biting oh. my tongue. No, 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 no. I was all in with you last. I was giving you the. Uh, <laughs> I was giving you. I was but giving you the praise, thinking I'm, that y'all gonna I'm be twelve here. and four, but what you're I'm gonna wind here. up being ten and six, like I said <laughs> since week ah. one. <laughs> <laughs> what, what I'm saying here is that it was a. If it's a forced fumble, all right. The the defensive player that forced the fumble is behind him. His own player is behind him and gets the ball before it hits the ground in the visible view of the ref or umpire or the referee, then it seems reasonable that that rule should not be applicable to that type of an event. And I'm just asking you two of you, please refrain from the cheap shots. I'm in a no, lot of pain no, here. No, no, no. It's true. I agree with you. It's, it's a it's, I agree it's with you. It, it, y'all that's got, all it is. y'all got, yeah, y'all, y'all got job. You, you got job. I do agree. That's not even no. But here's, here's the issue though with this, the whole thing. Four wide receivers are out, and Baker Mayfield threw the ball what forty three times, and you got run fifty three. Set a record, yeah. right? You, like, and you, you got, got no wide receivers when you got the best running backs duo, in the country. Duo running backs in the league. Yeah, yeah. And, and they can catch out of the backfield. I don't. That's on Stefanowski, uh, the coach, and not going ahead and running the ball and putting that game away and play action every now and then like he's been doing. And, yeah, you got you got to go into and, a you got to. So I'm gonna say where, where's Stefanowski? Where, where did he come from? He came from uh, Minnesota. 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 Okay. Well, no, this is a plot. I thought he, I thought he came from. Um, Tennessee, but every once in a while, nah, you, he's only worked for one team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, no, I, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. No, no. But every once in a while, what I was gonna get at was every once in a while, you have offensive coordinators or teams. Tennessee did it last year with uh, Tannehill, um, uh, where there is a game or a time in the game where you really should be turning around and handing the rock off. You know what I mean? Like they, it, everything tells you to to do that, and for whatever reason. They go the other way around for whatever reason. I don't know if it's pride. I don't know if something they see in the film, whatever it is, or if they sometimes you get too cute. You sometimes you want to prove line, that defensive line was coming fast and hard. But I think I think I think the, I think the other problem that we we took for granted with the Jets all year long, the Jets' problem wasn't the defense. Uh, Greg um, Williams. Williams had the defense playing well. They just couldn't score when Sam got hurt. Then you had a uh, Flacco. Uh, Flacco. I mean, they couldn't get past the midfield most of the time. So they were losing games 23, you know, 23-7, you know. But it wasn't, when you, if you looked at in totality, 
they were getting blown out in the second half because the defense I've been on the field all game long. So now that you finally playing complimentary football the last three or four games, um, you know, taking away Greg Williams' dumb call, which I still believe he was told from up top to do that, you know, um, they could be on a three-game winning streak. Okay, this is a public service announcement. Yeah, so <laughs> it's, it's it's still a bad loss because I still think Cleveland on paper is the better team. I think timing played into, you know, lose COVID. You, like, you have a legit excuse for saying, hey, COVID is why we lost that game. No. On top of, on top of, no, on top bad, of, bad play calling. on top of, I'm saying, on top of, you know, your offensive coordinator stinking it up. He had a bad game. He he called a bad game. Those those backups, then you got, the backup, then you got the backup job. receivers were catching those balls. They drop, they caught more than they caught. More. The dude, um, his name's Marvin something, whatever his name was. He 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 caught and ran for sixty yards. And ain't let, never played an NFL let, game in his life. He's let, a rookie. Let, 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 let me ask you this question. So y'all are now ten and five, right? Ten and five. Y'all got Baltimore next week, who still needs to win. Pittsburgh Steelers. My bad. You got Pittsburgh. So who seem to ride at the ship, but they won that. They've won the AFC North. The Colts laid down. Um, do you feel? Do you feel? Y'all can. Y'all gonna beat Pittsburgh, or do you think Pittsburgh is gonna treat? I think Pittsburgh. They don't have the number one seed, so I don't think they can afford to. Well, they can't afford since they locked the AFC North up. I don't know about seeding yet who they might want to um, nah. play. I think Pittsburgh. they got they got to win to keep the two seed. If they lose they and Buffalo to, wins, they drop to three. three. But three gets you six, right? Everybody has to win this week. Pittsburgh, well, Pittsburgh for seeding, secure. No, Pittsburgh, as a result of beating um, the Colts. They they have just now won the division. Yeah, I know that, right. but I'm talking about where the seeding at. Like, so do they be two to play seven, or do they think it's a favorable matchup to be three to play six? It, as is right now, if the Steelers stayed at two, they would play the Browns again. Mm-hmm. Yep. If they uh, lose and Buffalo wins, Buffalo wins the tiebreaker because they beat them, and then the Steelers at three would play right now Baltimore if they keep their spot. Mm. It's either it, it, it's bad news either way it goes, right? It's bad news because now now you playing on both the, sides of the ball, yeah. Um, even all the way down to like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean. The Green Bay and everybody, uh, Arizona Cardinals, everybody is playing to win no, no. this coming yeah, weekend. Yeah, I know. I, I understand. Not just for seating, but also you still got not some, to get in. Yeah, you still got some divisions up in the air. Now I understand that. I'm just saying for Pittsburgh. If I'm coming in looking at it, since you're going to wind up more than likely still having to play another divisional team, then I go ahead and play everybody, make sure everybody's in rhythm. To, to but you can also look at it where I might need to rest some players because it's it's hard to beat your division team three times in the season. Well, so, they've already said they sit. Van ain't gonna play. They've already said that on the news. They they the guy that got into the fight with Miles Garrett last year is gonna start. Oh, okay. I forgot his name. Uh, um, Mason, Mason, Rudolph. Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. There's only uh, one team in the whole NFL that's sitting pretty, and that's the Chiefs. Yeah. So everybody else scrapping. So scrapping well, all the way to the all end. right. Well, then we, you know, y'all, y'all gonna win next week. Y'all Browns going to the AFC Championship. Okay. Then y'all gonna but win here, next week. But, here, but here's one, and I'm not talking <laughs> about his, and I'm not talking about his um, spectators. But here, here's here's my public service announcement because y'all got a lot of stuff to cover today, so I want to get out the way. But um, I see this so much in my life. 
in the public policy of government, in the private sector of businesses, and in the entertainment industry of businesses as well. They have these rules that they're just insistent, and laws that they're just insistent on holding on to, but are negative compromises to the healthy pursuit of the previous mentioned thing. They need, they should be doing a more thorough review every year, and they do do an overview of the rules every year. They should do a more thorough overview of the rules every year so that something like this doesn't happen, which compromises business, and more so importantly than that, compromises my ability to call in and talk junk to Asa <laughs> <laughs> about how you, well the Browns did. You were so close. You were so that was my public service. I got you. You were so close to 12 and 4. That's, that's not bad. You're going to be a game off your prediction. So the eleven and five. It's a cold place, Asa. It is a bitter, <laughs> bitter cold place. I still got words to eat. I had y'all at ten and six. If they gonna play Randolph, Rudolph, or whatever his name, y'all should win next week. Everybody be back. So y'all gotta be 11 make them and five. eleven and five. Yeah. And I'm still down with the Browns and the dog pound. I'll talk to y'all later. Yes, sir. Appreciate All you, right, man. Appreciate at that, with that, we'll uh, come back after break, finish up NBA, and then we'll move into MLB. Hello, this is DNA Sports Talk. This is Donna DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Make sure you follow DNA Sports Talk on Twitter, DNA Sports Talk on Instagram, DNA Sports Talk on Facebook, DNA Sports Talk on Snapchat. Reach us directly. DNA Sports Talk at Gmail. Our website www.dnasportstalk.com. Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best Nolens style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta, 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. Your vote, your voice. Generations of Americans have fought for your right to representation in our government. This election day, take time out to cast your ballot. A message from the Beasley Best Community of Caring and this station. Visit our website and click on Your Vote, Your Voice for Voter Info. Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWE 1100 AM. What's going on? This is Asa the A and DNA. We bring the facts about sports. Don't agree. Say so. So I'm holding. I'm holding the the, the, the fort down, y'all. I'm, I'm leading. I'm lead guard today. <clears> coming <throat> off the, uh, the hard to the left. Let's see if we can hit this hole right. So we just finished up the first half, <laughs> talking a little bit about. The NBA, who our uh, disappointments are, and our uh, uh, who we're surprised with. So on your side, you have Brooklyn. <clears throat> on my side, I went I went home team. Went I went the Hawks, and then on the disappointment side, I went Clippers. <laughs> well, we both went Warriors. Warriors. And then talked a little bit about how in the world can you uh, be down 50 and still lose by 51 
I, the Clippers. Um, I'm also looking at the East. I'm looking at Giannis and how him and Drew Holiday played together, which seems to be a lot better than him and Bledsoe, which I kind of predicted and expected. Um, but the way they played against the Knicks, though, ah, I mean, they made Randall look like the second coming of Grandma Ma out there or something. <laughs> I, I, and if you want to continue on that theme of coaching, that's on Bud. It's like, come on. like Yeah. The Knicks are not that good. They can't even uh, put on the right jerseys. Right. He had a 23 in the front, 25 on the back, and then had to go get the other one that had 25 and 25. It's just, uh, I don't know. I, I think maybe they need to go ask Kyrie, can they borrow the sage, bring it out, and start putting it around the arena or hey, something. Some, 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 well, if that's the case, you got to get rid of the, the owner. Oh, Dolan has. Till you, you get rid of Dolan, you're going to have these problems. <laughs> I feel bad, too, because the young guy Toppin has been playing so well, and now he's out a couple of weeks. So, I don't know. But, yeah, um, one of the teams that we both consider to be uh, one of the teams to contend in the East was Milwaukee. And early on, I don't like anything I've seen from them that makes me think that they – they gonna do any better? Were you surprised that um, he went ahead and signed uh, what five years, one something, and stayed no. in Milwaukee? No. Two twenty. I mean two twenty five. No, yeah, he yeah. he he's a he's a Damian Lillard. He's he's a loyal guy. He he, it's a good place to raise his family. It seems. Um, uh, his brother's there. Well, not according to Black Excellence. They got Milwaukee as top, no, one of the top five places you don't want to be. If you black, if you if that's not the place you want to go. You know what I mean. If you're born there, you're born there. But that's. The, <laughs> but I, I, I'm actually from but the sports I'm, world. I'm actually happy he decided to stay and not. It keeps hop the around. balance of powers. Correct. Yeah. And I think he didn't want to be. He didn't want to do what Kawhi, uh, Kawhi said he didn't want to do. He didn't want to join a team and make it make it easy. unfair. And then that's it. You know. Then we get into the situation where we talk about in college football where. It's only two teams, and nobody else is gonna have a shot. Yeah. So I will say, I will say the backlash that KD has had and still seems to have for his move, even though in context I agree with it, but I understand why. But I feel the backlash and how long it has lasted. If you a guy, and most of these NBA guys do have a sense of um, their legacy, you know what I mean, and so. Seeing that backlash on KD, and even though he won two in a row, it's still the first thing that comes up where you went to. You know what I mean? Um, What's the problem is? I feel that going started, forward, people people started disrespecting Charles Barkley, and that was the wrong move. Chuck is a Hall of Famer, one of the greatest fifty greatest players to ever play basketball, but because he doesn't have a ring, they kept dumping on him. So now the whole thing was, I don't want to end up like Barkley. I want to have a ring. Instead of celebrating being this great player. Yeah, but I can name the 20, 20 of the guys on the, on the top 50 don't got a ring because of one person I or know, one organization or one team or one coach. I mean, no, I get, one person. <laughs> one person. You know what I mean? So on um, from but, east or the west. But the thing is, 
because of that, it looked down on anybody else yeah. who was a great player who never won. Gotcha. Instead of just saying, you know what? It happens sometimes. It happens. You, you, and you played all your years there. You were a Hall of Fame. You're a legend. You just didn't get a ring. It's, it's okay. It's okay. But see, new guys made it seem like it's not okay. Yeah. And well, I guess part of that, and part of that is because LeBron left Cleveland the first time. And LeBron had stayed and had never won. Then, or have gotten one. Or had gotten one. It would have been okay. It would have been different. But because he left and then went and got two championships down in Miami, now everybody yeah. else has to do the same thing. But LeBron has not caught the vitriol that KD caught. Or, and it's still catching. No, because of who he joined. That's yeah, why. Yeah. But well, I'm saying the fact that you leaving a team to go get a ring – that changed everything because it was looked at as it wasn't cool. You know, you got to have a ring. You got to have a ring. Instead of just playing your career wherever it, it happens to go. Now, if you – and with KD, his was free agency. He could have chosen to go anywhere he wanted to. And Well, his option – I guess that's why I said context with KD. I, I get – You just don't join the team that you just but I, had I, up 3-1. That's I, all. I, I think that that's coincidental. I mean, because with these – with the free agents, they have the – they when you're a free agent, you have the power to go where you want to go. Yeah. You as the, as the player have that power. And – But his choices at that point in time, he didn't want to go to D.C., he didn't really he want to go back home. home. But if he wanted to go home, he wasn't going to go home because that coach that he just had in Oklahoma that, you know, he had Scott Brooks. He wasn't going to the Knicks because that's a terrible it, organization. Yeah. So but the, he went to the Nets, though. Well, now. But the they not. Net, but the Nets, Nets, oh, the Nets are a better they've organization They've never than been the as bad as the Knicks. <laughs> they're, they're a better organization than the yeah. Knicks. But at the time, the Knicks, even though it's not a better organization, it's still the Knicks. And so that's the thing, though. He could have went there, not saying that I would agree with him going there, but he could have went there, started a legacy there. Who knows what would have happened? The the options, but were... because but because things were made to seem like you have to have a ring, then he but, he took the easy way out. But also, you would look at that players want to go to uh, if they're going to go somewhere, if they're going to change teams, they're going to change to a team. That gives them a chance to win as soon as possible. Exactly. They're not going to just go not, to a team because it's no longer just because it's the because it's no longer about playing and trying to bring a championship to something that is extremely hard to do or to a place that historically hasn't been able or has the ineptitude like the Knicks. Imagine if he had gone to the Knicks and they had made it to the finals. That would have been just as good as a ring. I get it, but because he restored a franchise. In, in the context of what's going on, his his best place to land, regardless of the ring, everything was there for him to go to the Warriors again. It yeah, happened. they had the money. Exactly. Yeah, it's, every, it's a lot of other stuff that he we fit, he fit, fit with the, that the team. system. He, it just happened to be the team that put them out the year before three. And I understand that, but I also I think people want to ignore the other part of the context on why he did it. But regardless. Because he got so much vitriol and still getting it, I think now to your point about pre, pre, previously guys saying, you know what, we're gonna we kind of look at uh, Barkley or look at the Ewings or look at those guys differently. 
now seeing what happened to KD and their legacy, I think they'll start making decisions. And it's hard to turn down $225 million. I don't mind losing for the rest of my career with well, 225. That, that's you why know? the NBA did that. <laughs> that's why they had it to where if you if you're gonna if you stay with your team, it incentivizes you to stay with your team because one, they can give you an extra year, mm-hmm. and so that's more money, yeah. and they can give you the the absolute the most money. money. Yeah, super max deal. Yeah. So, but I, I'm happy from a stand a fan standpoint that you know he's going to be there, or like I said, it evens the power. Now it's going to be interesting to see what um, Milwaukee does. This year is going to be kind of interesting because of COVID, you might, you know, but it'd be interesting going forward to see how they kind of max out this uh, roster around him to, to, there, to. There are players they're expecting to step up. Yeah. Uh, they just exercised uh, DiVincenzo's option, so they're expecting him to have a bigger role. I, th- I think eventually they'll miss like a Wes Matthews, yeah, and probably Robin Lopez. They they don't have the they don't have both Lopez's this time. Yeah, so it, it it'll be your answer, but I get it. You know, now you're giving that money. Now he's won an MVP. You know, and he's True. been a de- defensive player of the year. When you get that kind of money, now you you supposed to you supposed to perform, and you can't be missing free throws at the end of the game. So the same way we dump on LeBron, we got to dump on him. You know what I mean? So. He he won't get the same because he's not considered to be the same. Um, yeah, he is a two-time back-to-back MVP and Defensive Player of the Year, but we still don't view him as one of the best because of what happened in the playoffs. Yeah, he's a Peyton, he's Peyton Manning. He's one of the best in the regular season there is. But when it comes to the playoffs, well, that's where well, that's stops. good. I bet Milwaukee be happy with a Peyton Manning because he's got one. He got. So he got, I, know, got I, I, I know Peyton got two, but that one in Denver belongs to the defense. But uh, <laughs> but in in in, 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 in he, got he got one. So Milwaukee spend that kind of money for a small market like that. All they want is one. No different than Cleveland. All they want is one. <laughs> we just need one. To make this no, to make this legit. No, nah, it probably won't be this year, but they got a they got a two year. or three year to round this that to round that uh that that roster out. Not if not if the Nets continue to develop and play. Oh like yeah, I mean yeah, to. stay against them, but it's still and the East though. Not if uh, Miami continues to develop the way that they're going right now. Well, uh, it's a lot. I don't a li- believe in. I understand Doc has. Uh, Philly playing decently right now, but it's two games. I in. just don't. I don't trust Embiid and Simmons. It's it's all on two people in Milwaukee right now. It's on. Um, I don't want to call him Giannis. It's on uh, the Greek Freak, and it's also on Bud. It's on. It's on those two. It's on those two. The head coach and him, and so they got to figure it out and 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 not get put out in the second round of the playoffs. Being told we got to take a break. We top of the hour. Got to pay some bills. Be right back. DNA Sports Talk. You are tuned into WWE Geekville. AM 1100. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. Jackie Robinson. When you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. 
It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy. Hailing from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle or in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson, Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WWE AM 1100 or DNASportsTalk.com. If you're more than a Falcons, Hawks, and Braves fan, check out the latest and greatest in sports and news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NFL, and NCAA News. At Social Security, we are always thinking of ways to save you time and make things easier. That's why we created My Social Security. A My Social Security account allows you to access your earnings history and benefits information, request a replacement Social Security card, get a proof of income letter, estimate and apply for benefits, and more. Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash myaccount. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Hey folks, just a quick reminder that no matter the time of the day and no matter what day of the week, East Coast, West Coast, all points in between, we are always on. So go to your app store and download the Real 1100 app and listen wherever and whenever. The Real, Real, Real. And now back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. What's going on, y'all? We are back. This is Ace of the A and DNA. This is Don of D and DNA. We bring the facts about sports. Don't agree. Say so. Just finished up two parts, so went NBA hard. Um, had a little splash in NFL. Had a long-time Cleveland Browns fan call in. Had to get his grievances off. You know, we therapy every once in a while. And then now we finished up with the NBA. Quick before we go forward. So normally you see us on Periscope. Um, y'all didn't know Periscope is kind of changing their format. They ain't going to be around come 2021. So um, right now we are on Twitch. That's T-W-I-T-C-H. Twitch. Not Twitter, but Twitch. How long it take you to spell that? Hey, man. Don't be worrying about my uh, South Carolina education. <laughs> I still got I still got my diploma. <laughs> it ain't worth the crackerjack box that came in. Hey, 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 hold on. You know what I mean? <laughs> but um, so Twitch is where we on live. Um, you can still follow us on all other social media. So if you don't have Twitch, go follow us on Twitter. See the link on there and then download the app and then you'll be able to watch us uh, live. And then if not, then you'll see us on uh, YouTube. Wish you on there, please subscribe and then see us again on Comcast TV channel 25 if you're in the Atlanta, Georgia market. But right now, again, we're on WWE 1100 AM. Call in numbers 404 603 8770. Um, baseball, MLB. Yeah. Uh, obviously, 
they, you know, figuring out, they've pushed their dates back a little bit because of COVID, things of that nature. But really, we'll talk about MLB because we've had a um, passing of a great in the Atlanta, the Atlanta Braves history, uh, Phil Negro. Yeah. Passed away. 81 years old. 81 um, years young. Young, yeah. Um, is that three now? Has it been three weeks in a row with someone passing in baseball? Sounds about right. So, um, you know, unfortunately, I hate to, you know, say they say they come in threes, but um, so you got some uh, history on Phil? Anybody? Um, I remember watching him uh, growing up, you know, thanks to um, Ted Turner, making sure that no matter where you were in the United States, you were going to watch TBS. So that's how. All, yeah, that's why it's Braves country. country is <laughs> literally all over because. They were the very few teams that you could watch no matter where you lived in the United States. Uh, kind of similar to, um, for those who don't know how I became uh, Chicago fans, because my dad, uh, after high school, moved up to Chicago uh, to stay with his uh, older sister at the time. And then when he came back to the South, WGM was around. So he could keep up with the Bears, yeah. the Cubs, uh, growing up. Uh, going and visiting in Chicago in the summertime, visiting my aunt. Uh, my dad took you know me and Richard Nim to a couple of Cubs games, so it was easy to keep up with. So the same with TBS, because it was everywhere. Yeah, you, no matter if you South Carolina, North Carolina, you could Alabama, be Mississippi, you watch the Braves. Actually, with WGN, you know, if you had cable, well, now you didn't have cable. I think WGN had a WGN regular, 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 regular channel as well here in the South. So I, I get you. Yeah. So even if um. You were from the South and you moved out uh, to wherever. might not be as easy to watch your particular team in your local area, but you could always watch the Braves because of TBS. Yeah. So growing up, watching the Braves play and watching Hank Aaron and Phil Necro. And, I mean, it was just that knuckleball pitch that just be, made him so famous. I mean, it was so slow but so unhittable at the time. Still and is. <laughs> it still is. I it, mean, it takes an art to master. Yeah. It is not something that you can just, you know, think that you can just come in and after, you know, two or three months you can master. Uh, it, it takes years of being able to throw that pitch. And again, you saw batters get bigger, stronger, but for whatever reason, it's all about placement of that pitch. The placement is also what the pitch ain't no more than <laughs> sixty miles an hour. You know what I mean? Top so speed top, might be 66. You know what I mean? So if you a guy gearing up, like I said, now you got placement and if everything about your arm release and all that's still the same, but you know, you're you're gearing up for a, a, a fastball and it winds up It's a lot easier to like, hit a fastball. You look like a, you look like a cartoon spinning around in a circle. You know what I mean? Cuz you're looking for one pitch and that thing you done swung twice and it still ain't got to the uh, to home plate yet. So, um, because it's about timing, it's it's hard to be patient as a batter, knowing that the pitch is only going to be sixty some miles an hour. Yeah. To be patient to sit back and wait yeah. on it. And you don't see it every day, so you know, mm -hmm. depending on what league you in, you know what I mean. If there's what at the time, probably I, I can only name two other true knuckleballers. Right. I can name maybe like. Three. I know there's Negro, there's Wakefield, Tim Wakefield, uh, R.A. Dickey won the Cy Young. Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, even with Wakefield and R.A. Dickey, those guys are almost 10 years, you know, as far as 
playing wise. You know what yeah. I mean? You know, they're they're seasons apart. Uh, Tom Candiotti. Yeah. So he played into the into the nineties, late nineties. Seasons apart, depending on when you came in. So you know, you you don't. That's not something you're gonna you're gonna see all the time. I get me wrong. I I want to say didn't want to um was a Smoltz who you know late in his career. I know he went to the bullpen, but didn't he pick up a knuckleball? No, no he never picked up. I, mm-hmm. I want to say I thought in my mind I thought one of them kind of saved their career a little bit. I know Smoltz going to the I, bullpen I, that was, saved that his was career. That was R. A. Dickey. Okay, okay, he R. saved R. his career because, by adding the knuckleball. Okay, okay. So um. It's one of those things. Again, we talked about this last week, though. He's also from a breed where he's one of those guys where he pitched 9, 10, 11. You know what I mean? It, he's one of those old school guys where he gave him the ball, he's going to pitch the whole game. He wasn't one. He wasn't a specialist, you know. But you played 24 years. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> it's, now that's that that's the dying age of baseball and and, um, and um in that position, you know what I mean. As far as the pitcher that comes in, most of them now, they on a pitch count, the Strasburgs type guys, seven innings, he a star, but he's never gonna, you're not gonna work that horse like that. Yeah. So one time for 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 Negro, great year, like I said, 81 years um, young. He had 300 wins, if I'm correct, but can't remember. Is he a Hall of Famer? Yes. No. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I about to say, you yes. know, listen, he should be. Yeah, 300 is the magic number. Um. We talked a little bit last week of how the Negro League the stats are now going to be implemented in there as well, and we'll see what happens. But <clears throat> he's already in the Hall of Fame, so don't have to worry about you know his numbers and whether yeah they would need to stack up or whatever the case. So yeah. the the, the Negro League's numbers affect your perception of baseball in their era. So some of the guys that you know they like to hail again. I'm gonna say Babe Ruth. Those guys would not have been those guys if the Negro League had been excluded. You see what I'm saying? So now speaking of going on right now, I like what San Diego, San Diego's making a push to make mm-hmm. a real hard run. They went and got um, Snell from from Tampa Bay. If I'm Snell, I want to leave anyway. Y'all jokers showed me what you thought about me by pulling me in the World Series. So I need <laughs> I need to get up out of here. I'm looking up his age right now because you know how they do. <laughs> he just turned 28, and they before you turn 30, Tampa will get rid Dude, of you <laughs> if you're a pitcher. <laughs> they will get rid of you. So uh, I um I like what San Diego's doing. You know, we've seen they got as far as their 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 core players. Um, they got some real talent there. So the pressure is going to be on, you know, can they carry what they did this previous season into next season? They're Um, also trying to get uh, you Darvish. Listen, I like what San Diego. Listen, San Diego's doing what what Anaheim should be doing. Let's go get some guys because we got the best war guy. You know, I can't go a show without dumping on. (laughs) Without dumping on the war king. But, you know, they should be doing – San Diego's doing what Anaheim should be doing since you got the best player in Anaheim, the best player in Trout on, you know, but they haven't put anything around him. San Diego has recognized we got a solid core similar to what the Braves have as far as a solid core, especially yeah. in the infield um, with players. And now they're trying to round out getting a, a pitcher that they can give the ball to it, who can at least give you six <laughs> innings, which is, you know, in today's baseball, seems to be if you can get the six innings, you a dominant pitcher. Um, yes. 
six is pretty much it now, sad yeah. to say. Um, and so, I mean, that's what got Snell pulled out of the World Series. He got the six, and they were like, uh. <laughs> but he was dealing. I, I know. Listen, he was. They lost that one. Yeah, yeah. They, they. It is <clears> what it is. But um, so you know, it's cool. So when we get to baseball, don't be surprised if one of us might lean toward. I still think on in the in the National Tampa. League is still uh National League is still. It's still the Braves in the National League. The Braves and the Dodgers. I mean, granted, Braves the Dodgers are the returning champions, but I like what the Braves did. But don't be surprised if you see a couple of experts kind of start picking the, the Padres to make some moves, especially what they're doing with, on the offseason. Off season, yeah. All right, that's baseball. College football? Um, Coastal Carolina finally lost the game. Um, great game. Um, so <clears throat> the last few weeks, there's been a lot – in the media about how to handle end of the games. I started back in uh, about three weeks, ago, three four weeks ago, when Todd Gurley uh, accidentally scored a touchdown, as opposed to running out the clock and then kicking the field goal. So <clears throat> since that point, uh, numerous times over the next few weeks, there's always been a situation, and this of course happened again in the Coastal Carolina versus Liberty game, which was supposed to happen a couple of weeks, weeks ago. ago. yeah. But um, Liberty had um, COVID, and BYU came in, stepped in, gracious as they did, and Coastal Carolina Went down won the game. Caught that L. Yeah. <laughs> so on this one, um, they had the ball, Liberty. Uh, the guy, the running back, got the, um, the ball. He stops at the two-yard line, waits to get tackled. You think, okay, they, all they got to do is do that a couple more times, kick the field goal. It was a 34-34 all game, and it's over. The next play, he gets the ball. For whatever reason, he decided to run just a little bit. You could see Coastal Carolina trying to pull him into the end zone to score the touchdown yeah. so that they could get the, the ball, ball back. Yeah. He fumbles the football at the goal line. And, of course, Coastal Carolina recovers the the uh, – the, the football, they um, go into overtime and, of course, uh, lose on a missed field goal. So, of course, the whole big thing was why didn't they just go in, score the touchdown, and, plot a, and then try to play defense on the other end? And um, we saw the same thing happen in the NFL with the Raiders. The thing is, you, what's the best chance of winning a football game? The best chance of winning a football game is to take as much time off the clock as possible, leaving the other team with practically nothing and kicking, uh, at this point... Uh, uh, extra point. Not even extra point. <laughs> it's a 10-yard uh, field goal. Basically, at this point, you know, because they've moved it back, that was the right play. Because, especially in the Coastal Carolina game, it's 34-34. Neither team in the second half had stopped each other. Yeah, It was back and forth scoring, so... You didn't want to score and then turn around and get in the ball, let them go down the field did, and score. Did Coastal Carolina have any timeouts? No. Why aren't they kneeling it then? No, if you're going Liberty to do that? had the ball. Liberty had the ball. Why isn't Liberty kneeling it then if they were just going to hold it to kick the field goal? I don't know. I don't know why so, you hand it off. I, I let you say all that because here's what happens. And granted, when you have multiple scenarios that you can do, and I'm gonna unfortunately we here are prone to see this one thing that we see multiple things you can do. I think sometimes, actually, we've seen it in baseball. We just talked about it with Snell or whatever. 
you know, analytics or whatever, but you can overthink something. You know what I mean? You can, you can, you know, break it down to where I got five different choices. Here's the choice. Hand the ball off, run it in, score. Period. Now, granted, there are some things that are, you know, there are times, go back to, to Gurley, where they tell you, hey, don't go in and, you know what I mean? But if you know, if the other team knows, you know what, time is, is our friend, and so we need them to score, and we're going to play Matador defense, then I'm more or less go ahead and take the knee and kick the field goal. You know what I mean? Because now, you, now you're asking, even if that's the play, right? Now you're asking for a lot of other things to happen for that play to work, which you, that's all chance. You know what I mean? Now you're asking the player that normally going to hit the hole hard, you're asking him to hit the hole soft. And now yeah, you're asking, you know I mean, what I mean? They weren't even, if you, if you look at the replay, I mean, it was basically they hiked it, they turned around and handed it to him. The defense just stood there straight, straight up. They weren't blocking yeah. anything. So he they just, weren't they weren't engaging. They weren't engaged, yeah. right? So it was in effect a kneel down, but for whatever reason, his own man did one of those bush pushes, uh, like um, USC did against Notre Dame that yeah. year. Uh, he pushed his guy in toward the end zone, and that's when he fumbled. Yeah. It. Well, also, so now <clears> you so now you're talking about something that you're talking about doing something that you don't practice at all. Like I don't think there is a. Right. You might have two-minute offense. You might have scenarios where running backs are like, you know, under this time, I don't want you going out of bounds. You know what I mean? But I don't. there is not a play that, you know what, we're going to practice not scoring. You know what I mean? I don't think that's something that doesn't get practiced, and then now you're going to ask that to happen. That's, that's why it makes less sense. If, they, if their goal was to, we're going to run down the clock and kick a then field take, goal take a as knee. time expires – Take a knee. Yeah. Hike the ball, run to the left, take like, a knee. Why are we, running? Ball, why are run, we yeah. running a play? Yeah, yeah. I, it's, I mean, that that has the same effect. I mean, oh, are you worried about uh, Malik Willis's rushing yards or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you don't want him to lose yards by taking a knee? It's uh, it's when you get into – So I, I hear what you're saying, but I think when you get into that situation, you're doing something that is all the way outside of your normal realm. And so – which then, to me, brings up more chances of it failing than of it of it being successful. <laughs> you know what? But they, uh, they thankfully they ended up winning in overtime. Time, and yeah, it wasn't yeah. a, a big deal. But I mean, the joke was, I mean, he's heartbroken. I mean, here it is. You fumbled the football and yeah, now you the, had a chance to, to win, win the, the game. game. Yeah. So then now you have a momentum that permeates through your team, or can possibly permeate through your team, and you know so, but. It worked out. I hate the fact that this game was good, and I hate the fact that at the same time, this game gives all the naysayers about what's well, see Coastal Carolina shouldn't have been in the January 6th Bowl. I am about what's going on right now. They were 11-10-0. They should have been unanimous uh, SOCON champions. Instead of a co. Co. And, you know, for this year, <clears throat> you could have put them in a bowl game outside of them playing their own conference t- team or whatever and Liberty should have been able to play somebody Somebody's. at being nine and one and whatnot. You know what I mean? I just, you know, a great game, but to me, it doesn't do anything for the little man. You, you, you see what well, I'm saying? We, we, we've seen that. <laughs> they said before, like forth. there's no, there's no Cinderella run to the national championship in college football. 
it's going to be it's it's close to impossible and for listen, a group of five it won't school ever happen it won't I, to get happen. there. I will I will I will concede that I wasn't conceding. It hasn't happened last since week. 1984. I, I will concede the national and I wasn't, the national championship I, is an invitational that is strictly for the Power Five, and that's unfortunately the way that everybody has to look at it because. Um, Oh, last week they held, were showing some of the different um, how the different eras of how things started from picking one or two teams and trying to figure out who was the best team to introducing the BCS system and the computers and everything. And then now, uh, since the last uh, almost 10 years, now the college football playoff, there's always been a certain step that has introduced the next one. It was so hard to say... This team from the Big 12 looked good, and SEC over here and ACC, how do we know who's number one based on everybody playing different schedules? Play them. <laughs> <laughs> but they on didn't the want to go to a playoff. I get you. So then that's when the computers were brought in. Well, let's make it objective. Let's just the computers spit out numbers. Play them. And then at that point, <laughs> the problem was the computers saw uh, Texas A&M beat Vanderbilt 17 to 12 that doesn't get the same merit as Coastal Carolina beating Liberty by 4 or by 20 yeah the computer the computers, computers are biased too they're biased in that so with the information you put the information you put in, in what you get in what you get out so the bias is going in now the bias is even amplified on the computer side because now it's considered strength yeah. of schedule and, as opposed and I'm to not, that. and I'm not saying Coastal Carolina should have a chance to win that championship but what I am saying is every year is different and when I have a team that's 10 and 0 9 and 0 11 and 0 those teams deserve and especially this year some teams are deserving to be in a bigger bowl game I should not be watching Coastal Carolina play in what was the bowl game again uh the Cure, Cure Bowl, Cure bowl. Uh, uh, I not at 11 and 0 you know what I mean when they deserving to they were deserving to be in a Peach Bowl or whatever, I'm, you know, and I get it, those bowls are, are invitation, you know, but when you have a good season, you have a good season. Reward them for it. Or, you know. I mean, even if they get if they get blown out, I mean, I remember when Hawaii went undefeated. And got Georgia. And, and, and got Georgia and, in the Sugar Bowl. And, and got waxed. Fine. I, That's fine. I have no problem with that. I, and, but, and then on the other side, you'll have Central Florida. Got invited to the Peach, Peach Bowl, Bowl and, and they beat, beat Auburn. Auburn. Yeah, it, it it is play them. It, it can happen. It can happen. Play, play them. Just play them. That's we'll, all I'm saying. We'll, we'll unfortunately never have that. And one of the reasons why we initially thought it was because they started too far down in the polls, mm -hmm. and the college football playoff committee was only supposed to start at week six. Regardless, doesn't matter what is taking place in six in six weeks. Who's now one through twenty-five? Yeah. So that doesn't take into consideration somebody starting the season at four and dropping to five and then coming back yeah. up. You're supposed to look first six weeks based on what we've seen. Who are the best teams? So that supposedly gives everybody an even level playing field as a starting point. But since that doesn't matter to anyone, i.e., a Cincinnati, because you can't tell me after six weeks. Them being undefeated, they weren't one of the six best teams. teams yeah, because they were one of the only undefeated teams, teams. Yeah, of probably about six at that point. So and their conference, <clears> is no, their conference is way better than so you know SoCon. So it's not like you know they were playing pansies right. in the AAC. You know what I mean? They, they're playing so decent teams. If you're not part of the Power Five, 
You know, it's totally that, that's like, part of it. Like if you're in the group of five, it's automatically seen as weak competition. Right. Yeah. Which is is not again. It is what it is. I will go out in the bowl. SEC is going to have a horrible bowl season, other than Alabama. Because I, 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 nobody, and that's it's a lot. And not saying that the SEC has bad teams. This is a weird year, but I feel that you're not playing for you know, anything. Yeah. It, see, people don't realize that. Once you go to a bowl game and you're not playing for a national championship, you're just there to get swag bag full of gifts and yeah. stuff, uh, visit the kids in the hospital, uh, you build a gymnasium or, or, yeah, or a yeah. playground or something like that. It's it's all about community service. Yeah, because because the, the main guys now they realize I'm about to go to the league. I'm not even I'm skipping a lot of I'm not skipping the bowl game. Flo- yeah, Florida's top three receivers have skipped. That's why. That's why I'm Go saying on. yeah. And uh, uh, who else? Uh, I want to say was it Memphis? I, it was a couple of you know. There's a lot of guys. Unless who, you're trying to improve your draft style. Yeah, but if not, and I got agents, and I'm you know, and I know I'm a solid whatever. I'm, even if I, I got Cincinnati. I got Cincinnati probably beating Georgia this weekend because I don't. Georgia didn't have anything to play for. And so, it won't. And the thing is too. Of course, people will be like, well, Cincinnati wins. They're like, well, they should have had a shot. Well, yeah, they should have, but they won't. And if Georgia wins, then yeah. it's like you should have beat them. Whatever, so, whatever side you on, and that's why I say from year to year is different. Georgia doesn't I, gain anything by beating Cincinnati. Yeah. They don't gain anything by losing to them either. So before we go to that, go into some of the games and, and giving our predictions, Coastal Carolina's uh, uh, head coach, Jamie uh, Chadwell, is Sporting News 2020 Coach of the Year. So at least, well you know deserved. what I mean, well-deserved. I mean. And then Auburn got um, the coach from um, Boise State. Um, I just forgot his name now. Ryan Harson. Yeah. Which, is he offensive-minded? Yeah, he is. But, I mean, you got Boise State playing well, but I don't know how well he's going to do a recruiting. Yeah. That's the whole thing when it comes to Auburn, and that's why I thought that they were going to wait for Hugh Freeze uh, at Liberty because I knew he could recruit. So we'll see what happens with that. I'm trying to pull up the schedule for what we got to see who you want to go with. I know I'm going to be hot. Where is the uh, thing? Uh, you want to with the New Year's Bowls or? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's skip to this. All right. We got this. The Peach Bowl, Cincinnati and Georgia. Cincinnati. You going Cincinnati? Yeah. I'm going Georgia. The reason why I'm going Georgia, um, believe it or not, Kirby still got something to coach for. He listen. He 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 is he is now two notches <clears throat> below. He doesn't have anything to prove in this game. If you talking about recruiting, I think he does. So he lost what they lost. They lost the they lost the Florida this year. Recruiting, and they lost to Alabama. Or you know they you know like he is now the third notch. Like he's you know what I mean. Like you can't be. No, Florida. Florida did win. And Clemson's still dipping into your to your territory. But they're coming out to Atlanta. National signing day is already taking place. I get that, but not even not not just for this year coming up. But you still got next year, and you know you looking. I got. This is a totally different year, though. I, I got Georgia. I got Georgia winning. Not big, but I got Georgia winning. Um, actually, this one, this game is on the thirtieth, but it's one of the big bowls, the Cotton Bowl, Oklahoma, Florida. 
since Florida lost their whole wide receiver core, <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, the Citrus Bowl, Auburn Northwestern. Northwestern. I so because Auburn doesn't have a coach. Well, they don't well, have they, a coach. Yeah, they well, have, they have a coach now. They got. The, I mean, they got. They'll the, probably let Steele, the defense coordinator. Yeah, yeah. They got. They got the him game, coaching but. or whatever. So I think a low scoring game. I, I got Auburn winning. All right, the Fiesta Bowl, uh, Oregon. Hold on, since you got Northwest and I got Auburn. Well, actually, you got to go back because I got George, you got Cincinnati. So what you got, Cincinnati? What's the score? Um, you don't get up that easy. <laughs> 27-20. So I think it's going to be high scoring. So I'm going to go Georgia 34-28. And then what you got, uh, Northwest and Auburn? 23-20. I'll take that score and flip it. I don't. I think both defenses, you don't get any points till late. It, that Auburn game is going to look like the um, Mississippi State game. All so, these bowl games so, are a waste of time. <laughs> I'm going to go Auburn 23-20 flip it. What we got next? All right, the Fiesta Bowl, Oregon and Iowa State. <sighs> Iowa State. Because what? Oregon's six and zero, five and one. Pac twelve champs. Yeah, I know. Uh, four and two, but they're the Pac twelve <laughs> champs. Yes. I did, yeah. So I'm going <laughs> Iowa State. They're a better team. They don't. They don't. They don't have anybody leaving. So I'm gonna go Iowa State. All right, uh, Orange Bowl, Texas A&M, North Carolina. Texas A&M. Well, neither one of them got. <clears throat> North Carolina, who got more? Who gonna come in again? You gonna go with the premise that SEC and I can't pick all SEC. I just said they're gonna have a horrible bowl season. I don't pick the first two, right? So I'm gonna go uh, North Carolina. I think they're gonna showcase those horses um, and run the ball. And run the ball. So I'm gonna go North Carolina. Yeah. That, again, I, I, none of these games mean anything. Well, you gotta get excited though. <laughs> <laughs> these are these are for the sponsors and whoever organizes these bowls yeah. to make money. Um, all right, so we have the uh, I call it the Rose Cotton Bowl because yeah, it's... the Rose Bowl now moved, <laughs> moved to Texas because yeah. California's California on lockdown. Can't have a... uh, Alabama Notre Dame. Next. Oh, this is so. This is the this is this is the Next. this is the playoffs. This is yeah. this is the playoffs. So Next. Alabama by how much? Right. Uh, I I was looking at 14. what the, I the think, spread I think I think the spread is 11, wouldn't it? The spread is 19 and a half. Yeah. 19 and a half. It's going to come down because they want right. people. They want it's, it's right now, but it's going to come down because they want people to put some money in. You know what I mean? <laughs> but <laughs> that's what they're going to do. They're going to like, you know, but um, Alabama is shit. Listen, Boring. we talked about it. We talked about it nauseam last week. Uh, Brian Kelly doesn't have those guys ready to play when he has a whole month when it comes to the big game. It don't matter. And so now in two weeks, I know. <laughs> so, That's why they should have let Cincinnati and Texas A&M play. Anybody, <laughs> anybody other than Notre Dame playing in this game. Alabama by three touchdowns <clears throat> for sure. All right. And the other semifinal, Clemson, Ohio State. And this is the Sugar Bowl. What, Ohio uh, State 6-0? and they changed the rules at the last minute to get a big Big Ten school yeah, in. Yeah, Bowden already told um, them they, they know better than ranked 11. I know. Anyway. Now, that's it's, that'll be interesting just to see what kind of, you know, talking about bulletin board does Ohio Dabble State. Dabo got to run it up. 
Yeah, he got he, to he, now. He yeah, yeah. You know, said that he got to. Right, but this is the number eleven team, and you I, made us play them. I got, I got Clemson winning probably by ten, though. I think Ohio State. They're not gonna. Um, I don't trust Justin. Fields. Well, he's he's not healthy. You know, he it's hurt his thumb or whatnot, yeah. so it'd be a lot of handing the ball off. And I, um, I, don't, I don't, I mean, I don't trust him going forward either. But yes, because he also in this game, him. yeah. So I want to go Clemson. Clemson by ten. So boring. So this is Justin Fields' last game. Yes. yes. Yes, he don't want to. He wanted to come back. He should have sat out. He should have sat out and been, been a number two pick, regardless of what happened, based on what he did last year. But now he came out and played, and so now he might not be number two. He'll be a first rounder, top fifteen pick, but he's not going to be number two now. It, um, your boy Zach Wilson was jumping up. Is looking better. Yeah. Uh, I, I think we'll stop there. The national championship isn't until the 11th. The 11th. So we got so. one more. We got, we got, so we can talk about how they got the two beatdowns happen and then figure out between <laughs> Clemson and uh, and uh, Clemson and Alabama, Alabama I, I championship think game. I think it's bad for the college football playoff committee to have had these four teams in because now, I mentioned this earlier, it's to the point when KD went to the Warriors. It's so predictable now. It's Alabama, Clemson. That's it. Like, I mean, I understand if it's those is, two, but I know. But I'm saying we're just wasting time getting to those. At least give us a Cincinnati to say, well, at least they got a shot to get there. Well, or hopefully they or figure you put out a Texas A&M in and say, well, at least they had to play Alabama twice, and Alabama, you know, stumbled a little bit the second time around because it's harder to beat a team twice. A- anything than to just basically hand-deliver the national championship game and not have us it, – it's no reason why the spread should be more than 10 on each one Yeah, on those first-round games. Uh, yeah, with the Clemson-Ohio State, Clemson's favorite by 7.5. Right. You know, it, it should not be that much on those first-round games to where yeah. it's a foregone conclusion. And that's only because we know it should be closer to 11 – but because of betting, they're going to try and make yeah, it. Yeah, sad. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, everybody knows if you sat there and watched, <clears throat> watched what was going on with Ohio State, Northwestern gave them all they could. You, it, again, I got Clemson winning by 11, t- 10 plus. I got Alabama winning by 21 plus. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to end this thing with the NFL, with a lot to digest with the last week coming up and playoff predictions there as well. This is DNA Sports Talk on WWE 1100 AM. Be right back. Hello, this is DNA Sports Talk. This is Donna DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Make sure you follow DNA Sports Talk on Twitter. DNA Sports Talk on Instagram. DNA Sports Talk on Facebook. DNA Sports Talk on Snapchat. Reach us directly. DNA Sports Talk at Gmail. Our website www.dnasportstalk.com. Your vote, your voice. Generations of Americans have fought for your right to representation in our government. This election day, take time out to cast your ballot. A message from the Beasley Best Community of Caring and this station. Visit our website and click on Your Vote, Your Voice for voter info. Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best Nolan style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. 
Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta. 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. What's going on? This is Asa the A and DNA. This is Don the D and DNA. We bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree? Say so. We're back here on WWWE 1100 AM. Just finished up talking about college football, giving our predictions for the New Year Six and the playoffs. Unanimously, we all got. At the end of the day, Clemson and uh, and Alabama being in the championship game. We'll talk about that next week on our, on the breakdown of what happens with the embarrassment. Just the one little we were talking off air. This would be the perfect time to go ahead for them to sit down and figure out how to expand this to two more games. You know what I mean? Like just go ahead and do it. Stop being stubborn, NCAA. The money is there. So as soon as you went, in my opinion, as soon as you went to this playoff of four, you immediately watered down everything else. So now you got to start figuring out how to build everything like back I up. Said, power fives get in and three at large and call it a day. Yep. So that's that. NFL week 16 is upon us. What's the Monday night game tonight? Um, Buffalo and New England. And, and Buffalo right should now, be up, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last I looked at was New England up 3 0. Oh, that ain't nothing. So who you and got right now it's three. Winning this night game. I got Buffalo too at the end of the day. Um, Buff to be able to handle this. Um, man, hold on. I was trying to tweet out uh, Alabama, Clemson, and Notre Dame, and um, oh, Ohio State. That's why right. they ain't played enough. I can't remember their name. They ain't played enough games uh, to even be worthy. Um, so, week 16 upon us, the fastest 16 weeks in the season, 17 weeks of the year. Um, we had some interesting games. Before we get into the games, let me get this off my chest. As everybody knows, I am a Washington football team fan, lifer. Um, y'all let Dwayne Haskins go. So today we let Dwayne Haskins go. Now, shouldn't be surprised to nobody else when you demoted him to third string in week three or week four. Everybody and their mama knew that if he made it to the end of the season, he wasn't going to be here back here next season. My, I don't have a problem with them letting him go. If he's become a distraction, I had no problem with that. I didn't have a problem with them dropping him to. So was he wrong for um, going and hanging out at the strip club and everything after the loss? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Without My, a mask, yes. That's what. That's the issue. I had. I was about with to say, no yeah, mask, mask yeah. on, right? so, just him being there. Uh, no, nah, whatever. Nah, whatever right. Yeah. So I, I, I am. My rant is. <clears throat> my rant is not about because the, it's a selfish incident at this point you're you're not considering the other guys on the team yeah he, i mean he's not even considering himself but i'm gonna get to that point i'm my rant well, he was considering himself well i he mean was in there like this <laughs> listen man everybody got they got they gotta have their release you know what i mean especially when you just lost a few hours before so i am not my rant is not going to be trying to um minimize or even leave him without any couple comparable um to his actions and why he got let go. My problem with Ron Riviera in this situation is he didn't, 
him as a veteran head coach, he at no point played this outright. At no point. So I'm going to go back to the beginning. I'll be real quick. You come in, if you already know this ain't your guy, even though you know he's the owner's guy and they wasted a first round, high first round draft pick on him, you... Your first, your first job as a head coach is to make sure you put your team in a situation to win every week. This is what they tell us when they sit and, and they have these conferences well, after. He did that with the defense. Ron is the defensive uh, side of the ball. It's where he I'm, made his bread and butter. Uh, bread and butter in butt Carolina. Carolina. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get there. So, but you <clears> came <throat> into a situation knowing, and I was telling Gray before we got on air, you didn't. You had three quarterbacks. You had the guy you brought with you from Carolina, Allen who was hot garbage. We got exposed the last six weeks of the season after Cam got hurt. He got exposed. He knew he wasn't any good. He wasn't going to be able to carry you for a whole year. You had Alex Smith, who really at that time should have been third on your depth chart because we had no ID with his knee, hadn't played in a year and a half, two years. And you had the first-round pick in Haskins. That This is a weird year for everybody. Like I said, I'm going to sound like I'm, 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 I'm giving him an excuse, but I'm not. No OTA. No preseason, third coach because he fired his coach last year. Then you fired the interim. Now you're coming into this season with a brand new coach. Your job as a head coach is to make sure you put the best plan out there for them to win. So three weeks into the season, you realize for whatever reason he ain't your guy already anyway. And not only did you demote him, you put him to third string. In the NFL, when you get the drop as a quarterback to that part, the writing's not on. It's been said. You're not going to be here. But Ron is an old-school type coach. So he grew up in the era with the 85 Bears. And I, I was about to say, and I seen, knows, I seen. And we're not going to take any mess. How did that work for How, how did that be. work for Singletary but, and, and, <clears throat> and San Fran? How did it work for him? Because he ain't there now. That was how did also it work a for different him? era where you could be a backup quarterback for 10 years. Yeah. So I'm just saying. But that's, it's, it's if, just not how it. I'm, play, no, I'm just, it's a different I'm, thing now. I'm going to go with you. If he that's the case, he, so how he did didn't that? Coddle, he didn't coddle him. He didn't um, would you say, give in to would you Would you say Miami's calling to it right now? Yes. Okay. So all I'm saying is, I, listen, I'm not but trying Flo- to. Flores is a different coach than Rivera. I, I get Flores it. Flores is a new school type coach. And even in that particular game uh, with Miami, I underst- I didn't agree about putting two in because I understood that Fitzmagic is a backup and he has five games and he had played six and he was three and three. They were three and zero. Oh. Yeah, his his, <laughs> his numbers his numbers said it was the time to it go was ahead and possibly time you could have probably went a little further, but you have an awesome defense uh, in Miami, which is very opportunistic. So I understood why you went with two. However, I didn't. And I still don't see certain progressions that Tua is making. And I don't know if it's – I don't think it's all mental. I think some of it is physical. I think that that hip, even though they've done an excellent job, it's just – it's never going to be, be right, And it's, right. it's still going to be in his head. He's a different kind of player. So, back to back to the football back team. To, to, to the football team. So, I'm just, I'm just so laying out. So, comparing how they so, coddled him there no, in Miami but, as how – Ron Rivera is not going to be the kind that's going to coddle uh, Haskins. He's going to give him that old school tough love of 
if I demote you down to third, I want to bring out in the history the of NFL. In the history, I want somebody not tonight, the next week or so. Show me where you seen a guy get demoted to third string and then works his way back to the top. Not because of injury, not be to literally get dropped down. That that is they are telling you you're not gonna be here. Now, like I said. Well, it it, it, it so one of one or two things happens, right? Haskins either proves itself and he writes the ship or he doesn't. And, and then he didn't. And, and no no granted. But now it but if let's say Haskins does write the ship, to me Where? When, somewhere else? No, 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 no. Just in this season. No, it, he's it, not playing he's not he, even starting. No, um, let's, let, let me finish. Let me finish so I, so you can understand what I'm getting at. So when you do that to a quarterback, you can demote any other position in the NFL to third string or whatever. And you don't say to the team, you're not saying to, you're at the quarterback position. When you demote the guy to that position, you're telling those guys he is not the leader. You he is not who you should have trust in. He he is not the one that's going to get us over the hump. So even if if Haskin comes back and shows you that he is not. Ron still loses in my eyes because now they're going to be like, well, you know what? You just told that this guy wasn't the one, no. and he has proven that he is the one. And then, How can I trust you now <clears throat> as the guy as because, the guy to tell me as the coach that who I should trust and not trust? Because you you made it, you gave him tough love, and he proved himself. And, and Haskins even, wins, and he, that. He, but the fact that and then Haskins, Haskins still regressed, leaves though he but still he regressed, though. but no, but Haskins still leaves because you telling me we say it all the time with other in other sports well, and other leave. athletes. They let him. I go. mean, they let him go. But I'm saying if he had made it through the season, I'm still going to my agent and being like, listen, I need to be up out of here. They didn't believe in me. They didn't give me a chance. But that's a punk. Granted or not, is that not a punk? No, if, if if no, it's well, not. It's, I mean, it's no, a it's, it's a different head coach, if, if, and he's going to want if, his own guy. If, if um, I prove, if I prove, if I prove myself, hey, so if I if you got demoted to third string, and, and I prove myself, and you prove yourself. I'm not staying with you. No, I want out. There's no any, any other job. If 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 I was supposed to get a promotion in a job and you didn't give it to me, and I proved myself, guess what I'm also doing? Guess what I'm also doing? But you I'm also on Indeed looking. I'm also on Indeed looking but because I'm not going to give you my best anymore. But if you've proven yourself, you wrote the ship, you got your team, forget what the coaches, you got your team believing in you to where y'all win the the NFC least and you now have a home playoff game, you've won. You've proven yeah, it. I've proven it. You've and I'm still going it. somewhere else. I'm still telling my agent, find me to go somewhere else. Because but you, because you that, you didn't not, like but I said, Haskins didn't he I'm not the fact is Haskins didn't even get back I to said, subpar. I, I, I said I'm not excluding him from any of his actions. This is all is he a wrong. punk or not? No, I, is he a punk? Yes, but so is Thank Ron because he made the wrong mistake. So you can't. I'm I'm putting I'm putting no on the head coach. Granted, we can blame the players all you want. I'm also players, as the players. as and head coach is supposed to put people in the right position to win. And so when and you it, came in. It, you didn't let me so finish who, my point who, before. So who you can't you, interceptions. Who sulked and who went to the strip club with no mask on? Who came? Who, who, who came? Hold in? on, let me finish. Who this past week didn't even want to do the interview the with the team? With the I, media listen, and I, I, you, I listen. Every that, I have, I am not defending. You, you I, can't, you can't go to indeed.com somewhere else with that resume. So let me ask you. Let me. So right? who, who came? Who came? Who into, else? Who is came? Pick you who up came now? into the season knowing good and well they wasn't? They didn't want to ride with the with the the number one guy that was on the roster. Who came into the well, season? My Bears. We were like, no. we don't want Trubisky. We brought in Nick Foles. 
Foles got hurt, couldn't play well. Now Trubisky. Do you still want to ride? Do you still want to ride with Trubisky next year? No. Okay then. So back but, to my point. But no. my thing is, but look how Trubisky is. I get it. it. I get it. But I, he didn't. And I gotta give Trubisky. Trubisky credit. has saved Nagy's job. He ain't well, saved no. his own. Now he ain't saved Nagy's job. Nagy still can be fired. You still not letting me finish my point with Ron. So you you still not and you and you helping me at the same time. So he came into the system. He came to came into the into the into the this year with the number one guy that you didn't like. A number two guy that was garbage you brought from Carolina, and a number three guy, Smith, who was, we had a big question mark about what he's going to be. Smith winded up being the number one guy, won some games, but the one thing that we knew was going to happen to him, he got hurt again. Allen got hurt again, but Allen had proved himself not to be worthy before he got hurt after he took over for, after he took over for, um, for uh, Haskins. So then you have to go back to the one guy who you already said you didn't want, and to his detriment, he didn't handle it well. He wasn't confident. And you also had already told the whole team not, not to trust this guy because that's the reason why you demoted him to third string. My bear so, the same thing outside of not demoting him third string. He didn't demote him third string, so it ain't the same thing. Because if they, demoted, the if they had demoted Trubisky to third string, those guys would be looking at Nagy funny and looking at – that's the nature of the game. You can't tell me in the, as, the, as the quarter – this is a win now. That's lady. my point. So he wasn't so, prepared to win now. I'm Trubisky talking about, and I'm talking either. about Ron wasn't prepared to win now. Trubisky wasn't either. He brought him back in. Now we're what? We, we you're seven and eight, seven, eight, eight and seven, seven, eight and seven, and you're gonna backdoor your way into the playoffs because Arizona laid an egg against San Fran on on Saturday. The Lord works in mysterious this ways. Way. So I I don't have <clears> Washington <throat> beating Philadelphia. Because it's a winner, it's a winner go home. Well, Jalen Hurts doesn't look good. He started off, and now, even with that, um, I don't see him playing well. So you still got a shot. No, I mean it's fifty-fifty. I don't got them defense. winning though. I don't got them winning. I got Dallas, who I should have probably stuck, who I had initially. Dallas wins out. Dallas will wind up being, like you said, the Lord works in mysterious ways, and I'm gonna have to hear Cowboy fans. Talk about if the Cowboys them. make it in, wow, that's they win I, and they I, end. They the win, only, they, they win, and either and, way, I just hope this doesn't mean that we have to keep Andy Dalton as the starter for next year. Well, that's that's what no, you what you got to figure out. You got well, I don't I mean Dak might be back week one, might be back week three, but you got to still figure out. You got Dallas has to still figure out contract. I mean, right. to me, the prices went up. If I'm Dak, the price went way up. <laughs> it went way up. So, you know, I don't know. And I still believe that y'all Cowboys would have drafted Hurts if Philadelphia didn't take him. We can still trade for him. It's not too late. Oh, I mean, in the offseason, oh, but still, it can Wentz. still be done. I mean, I don't know. Depending on what Philadelphia does, I don't know if they decide uh, to keep Wentz. Oh, or, trade for Wentz. I mean, they, don't, they decide to let Wentz go I or trade Wentz for Wentz money, there's only a couple of places that, um, based on money, that he can go one is New England um, because somehow they can offload um, some type of the, the cap from um, Cam, uh, which is not a big hit. Well, he's that, only on a Cam's on a one year one, deal. One year deal, right? And that's the other problem. But I think I had. they're way under the cap. And anyway. that's the other problem yeah. I had with with when you when you demoted him to third string, you again everybody in their mama knew he was going to be gone this year. You now you get nothing for him because you just cut him. 
You trying to tell me you couldn't got a seventh round pick? You couldn't have got anything for him before the because you did it like two weeks before the trade deadline. I don't. You couldn't have got nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Come on, you you been the, been the league too long as a coach or whatever. You couldn't do nothing. Like we are that if pathetic he, at the at the upper office to not know that the handwriting was on the wall that this wasn't going to be good. And if, if he, he is this been, cancerous, if he hadn't been selfish these last couple of weeks, I think you still could have got something for him. Even though you demoted him, and I get it, if he had played decent and, like, the defense gave it up, you know what I'm saying? Like, you lose 33-30 or something like that where he played well, but the defense just didn't stop anybody, you still could have got something for him. But because of his actions, now that looks bad. Yeah, the the actions after trade deadline, he has to play well. Before the trade deadline and you drop him to third, you, you, you let him go. You let him go. You let him go. You, 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 you I mean, not let him go, but I mean, you trade, you, you get something, you get, you, you get you, something for Alex, him. Now you, you get nothing. Know. Well, yeah. Oh well, that's the part of doing business. In and the now NFL. we don't got no quarterback. We have no quarterback going into next year. We have none because you, Alex Smith. I, I, if I'm Alex, I mean, Grandin, I'm not coming. I'm not. Com- I mean, he comes back, but I'm only gonna give him a one year at a time deal because I I can't trust that leg anymore, right? Y'all going and then out and, and, Ohio and, State and, State and then who's and then who's Allen, right? The backup. Carolina. He's. He, I mean, yeah, the guy that we brought. He brought from Carolina. He's garbage. And then you got this dude you just brought off the street. Heineke. No, no, he was in Carolina too. too yeah. So last he. Year. So what? We Carolina 2.0. So yeah. we have no quarterback going into next season. So Cam. Next year, Cam. Cam. <laughs> Cam will be in Washington. Uh, (laughs) and that's why in the part you talk you mentioned about having coaches on the side the problem with the problem with ron is he is a defensive minded coach and and the guy next to him jack del rio is a defensive minded coach so you don't have anybody there to be like listen man this is how you got to really deal with these people in this now you know when it comes to quarterbacks and, and thinking this long term out you got guys who are just focused on one side of the ball the head coach and the defensive coordinator. So yeah, we go look get, good. Go get Mariota. I, I don't think. That, uh, well, I don't know. That's kind of Gruden's guys, Mariota. You I think he, Gruden like Mariota more. He likes he car. car. So quiet is kept. You know, so maybe cars. But in even that case, at least at least Gruden hasn't let the world know I don't dislike car. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he, I would I would go after car then, and make. Make him make a decision as to which one he wants to keep, because you can't keep both. Well, you I don't know. Keep Gr- Gruden will try to keep both. He collects quarterbacks. Well, I mean, for getting paid a hundred million dollars for ten years, and to miss the playoffs when you were what six and three at one point. Yeah, yeah, you, you. That doesn't you, look good you, for the you, If you take away that Jets win, <laughs> they on like a six-game losing streak. <laughs> they they seven and, and eight, again, right? I, yes. I don't fault him for the end of the game of. Oh yeah, no, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. Kicking the field goal yeah. and only leaving twenty seconds. What's the chances of Fist Magic not being able to see and throwing the ball in the? And I don't even blame the guy for the face mask. I mean, it happened, but yeah. it wasn't. You know what I mean? Him reaching for it. You know the what I mean? Dude left Hollins wide open. Yeah, right. yeah, on the back end. But that guy believed people wide open for the last three weeks. I don't know how twenty seven still got a job. You can't go and find somebody on the on the <laughs> on the street to cover better than that. He been leaving people for you know forever. So back to the scores. Quick little update. Buffalo's up 10-3. They're going to handle business in, in, in New England. Um, Tennessee got manhandled by Green Bay. Was, I did not that see surprising. that coming. 
I, I thought that was going to be an assault game. I thought Derrick Henry was going to catch another case and go for about a buck 65 or something. Yeah, I thought, yeah, hand, you know, snow, win. I was like, I Aaron Rodgers. Bay winning. I had Tennessee winning the game. Cause I, I didn't think Aaron Rodgers was going to be able to sling the ball all over the place because of the wind and the bad weather. But, they excuse me, he it. was out there slinging it, slinging it everywhere. And there. Tennessee got behind and never could get into a running game. Their defense is so trash. Like, I um, – you, know, uh, you still got to challenge that play if you might, Vabel. Yeah. And I was about to say, and Vabel, we thought that he was a one of the good fruits from the tree, but is he kind of showing he's uh, mediocre. You know what I mean? Aaron Rodgers is the MVP. Green yeah, Bay after that game. Number yeah. one seed. And I don't see New Orleans going up there in January. It had to be a nice, it had to be a perfect condition. It had to be the same. Well, even if it's perfect, it's still a dome team. That the the last time Green Bay was really this, and the Giants beat them, and and it was a cold day, but it was nasty weather, and it was the Giants who were used well, to playing Tampa outside. Bay, Tampa Bay can't beat them up there. Nah, New nothing. Orleans can't beat them up there. Um, it would have to be like a Seattle. Seattle or Chicago. So yeah, yeah. Those are the only two teams that can beat. And Green I don't Bay think. Well, I don't think Chicago can. I don't think Trubisky could. Trubisky you know. Aaron's eyes light up when this he see that C on the hat. <laughs> um, the Rams are in free fall, which they should be after losing to um, to uh, to the Jets last week, and, and then they, they got some some more bad news. Uh, Goff uh, has Goff a broken b- thumb. Broken thumb, so that's it. So they'll be starting uh, someone named John Walford. Yeah, they're gonna lose next week. I think they got Arizona, right? Yeah. And Arizona needs to win to still have a chance to, to get Arizona in. needs a win and a Bears loss. Lost, yeah, so they got something to play for. I don't see the Rams winning next week. Cowboys handle business against the Eagles. Cowboys can win. Washington can lose. And Cowboys will be in. Am yeah, I correct? Cow- Cowboys need a Washington a win and a Washington loss. Same thing with the Giants. If they win and Washington loses, then the Giants are in. Yeah, but Cowboys have to lose too, though. Right, the, the Giants are playing the Cowboys. Cowboys, yeah. So, I got the Cowboys in. I got Washington losing against the Eagles. We just talked about them, Carolina. Um, and then he waited too long to even replace uh, Haskins. Again, everything about Ron, like I said, I'm not doing anything. I understand Haskins, but everything about Ron this whole year, and then you're going to wait till the third quarter to bring in the back. Come on, man. You, if you didn't trust the guy, and you saw him playing bad midway through the first quarter. You got to win this game. You in, then bench him. Miami didn't wait to bench their number one guy. They didn't wait. They benched him. I don't think they're coddling him though. Not in, I mean Miami. I don't think it's coddling. It's I think it's coddling. a it's a different approach to where like, look, if you're not playing well, we're gonna take you out. Yeah, but they're not killing the man. Like I said, that's fine. But you don't kill a spirit and tell the guy and at the quarterback. But it's position. not. But it. But the next week is like, okay, all right, you you we want you to be ready. We're gonna start you you're, again. You're but do, if you're, you're not playing well, we are gonna take you, you out. You do that for somebody who yeah. you want to keep. You, you do what you did to Haskins for somebody it's, you don't want to keep. It's the CFL approach. Because yeah. in the CFL, they will take you out yeah. if you're not playing well. Pittsburgh came back in, 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 in fashion to right the ship and beat Baltimore. I mean, to beat, not what well, it used to be Baltimore, but to beat Indianapolis 28-24, lock up the AFC North, and may give one of our listeners a headache when they play <laughs> Cleveland next week. I still think, you say two, they get Baltimore maybe. Yeah, if Pittsburgh stays at two and everything stays the same, they get Cleveland. If they drop to three and everything and everybody else stays the same, they get Baltimore. Baltimore. Um, so basically, uh, the Colts 
are the are number eight, and they need the Titans, Dolphins, yeah, Ravens, need, or Browns, one of them to lose. lose. So they're at ten and six. So Colts are now Steeler fans next week. I got a funny feeling Steelers don't care because they're going to get a division team regardless if it's Baltimore or, or Cleveland. I could see them. They already said they're going to rest Ben and Rand and Randolph get in. So that means that means Cleveland wins. Just based off that, I don't think you get enough point production um, that game. So Cleveland will be eleven and five. Uh, Falcons fought hard. They did. Um, lost seventeen <clears throat> fourteen in Chiefs Kingdom. Young Ho, Mister Field. Mister Field. I mean, we, it looked like somebody opened the door though, because that didn't. And, yeah, they, it looked. The, it, wind, it took it. They took the it. wind took it. They took it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't blame him for that yeah, one. I, I mean that. It literally looked like somebody opened the door and that ball yeah. just went. It, it wasn't right. blow, it wasn't yeah. blowing, and then as soon as it kicked it, yeah, then all of a sudden they all cursed, and everybody was like, "Yo, they gotta be cursed because everybody seen the same thing." Like, right. "Yo, where did the wind come from?" I gotta build these churches back here, Atlanta. Gotta build these churches. Gotta build them, baby. We need two. The spirits pushed it there. Yeah, <laughs> the ancestors. <laughs> um, Cleveland again dropped the egg, laid the egg against the Jets. I don't think the Jets go for a quarterback. I think they keep with Sam Darnold, which I always thought I didn't think Sam had a problem. I think it's all about coaching and um and going to get a new coach. New coach. So I think Sam will be that's why I don't think Justin even even goes two. He goes later because I think the Jets at two will pick somebody other than a than a quarterback. So um Justin will be three three fields. He'll be three and lower just based off that. Um Baltimore handled business against the uh Giants. How that judge working out for you? He done dropped three in a row. He still got him running laps. Nah, <laughs> you know he does. That's why he's tired. He probably got him running laps Saturday. Bengals beat the Texans. Your Bears will go by the squeak in. Who y'all got next week? Oh, y'all still got Green Bay? Green Bay? I think Green Bay going to treat y'all like a, like a playoff game. We're going to beat y'all just so y'all don't get it. If I'm Green Bay, that's how, that's how, I, that's how, I, I, that's how I would look at it. Mm. It's a playoff game and it's a rival. I would love to say. Green Bay can lock up the one seed with a win. Yeah. yeah. So I they got or, some, or Saints loss. They got something to play for. So I everybody has something to play I for. I see uh gonna be a good game, but I see <clears> Green <throat> Bay beating beating y'all. I need you to be at home with me because I don't want to hear your mouth the week after. <laughs> uh Raiders loss again, Fitz Magic. Cardinals laid an egg against San Fran. They need Chicago to lose, so they're gonna be Green Bay fans. Tampa play exposition exposition game against Detroit and New Orleans somebody's still scoring right now uh six, six touchdowns he's on yeah. 26 touchdowns now so that was week 16 we have to get out of here y'all appreciate it do we do we are we back for New Year's or no right I mean we're not back for again in 2020 this is yeah it. this is this it, is it. Yeah. so we appreciate y'all going through 2020. Maybe next week we talk about what went down, our thoughts and highs and lows of 2020. Um, one time to my man who passed away. Oh, from Houdini. Houdini. Ecstasy. Ecstasy. Houdini. Uh, one time for Casey Jones. And Kate, That's right. Casey Jones from yep. the Celtics passed away. Eight years. Coach and player. Eight, no, eight out of nine years he won a championship, championship. as a player. We're talking about historic. Yep. And two times coach, coach, and uh, assistant coach. Stop uh, the mention that doing the top, yep. I think what twelve total. Then Phil yeah. Negro in baseball. So it is what it is. Been a tough twenty twenty. So we see y'all next year on the other side. Follow DNA Sports Talk on Twitter. DNA Sports Talk on Instagram. DNA Sports Talk on Twitch. DNA Sports Talk on Snapchat. DNA Sports Talk. 
No more on Periscope. <laughs> Follow, uh, email us on DNA Sports Talk at gmail.com. And the website? www.dna sports. And then on Mondays. Back here at 1100 a.m. Peace. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWE AM 1100, iRadio Now, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so.